Popping, y'all. Um, I hate starting off these things with RIPs, but RIP Alex Trebek, the legend, hosted Jeopardy forever. Um, Jeopardy was just definitely a, a watch show in my house. That's why I'm so smart now. I remember we used to compete to see who would get the highest score. Um, it was it was a great, it was a very informative show. I learned things on there that. I never was taught in school. Um, so shout out to Alex Trebek. May he rest in peace. I was sad when I heard it. I was like, damn, Alex Trebek. You know, he's been old since I was a kid. But sometimes when you see people on TV all the time, you just see them as like these immortal figures. But um, yeah, man, it's just very unfortunate. I remember we used to play Jeopardy in school. Like Jeopardy, every everybody watched Jeopardy. You know, the Daily Double, all that. The, the theme music was lit. Doom, 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 doom. Everybody fuck with Jeopardy. I heard they want to get LeVar Burton, the guy from Reading Rainbow, as a new host. That's a good look. It's kind of messed up that every time I think of Reading Rainbow now, I think of the DMX version. <laughs> Butterfly in the sky. Come on! Like, it's just funny as hell. I can go anywhere. Suck my dick, you know? <laughs> like, that's that's unfortunate when I think of Reading Rainbow, I think of that. But, um, yeah, RIP to the legend, the GOAT, Alex Trebek, right? Um, quick shout out to my boy Will, aka Will the Thrill, all right? He did something that I'll probably never do in my life because I have zero interest in doing this shit. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm all about being healthy, but fuck out of here with this. My man completed the New York City Marathon. All right, clap it up for him. What a thrill. All right, 26.2 miles, folks. All right, about four hours of running, okay? I don't like sitting on a plane for four hours. After, after about four hours and 20 minutes, I start short-circuiting. Like, anyone who's ever been on me, with me on a plane, I start getting antsy. You know, I wake up from my nap. I'm in a bad mood. I don't like doing anything that, that's more than four hours, okay? He was running nonstop for four hours. The most you getting out of me running-wise, about six, maybe seven miles, all right? He did nearly four times the amount of that. So shout out to him, okay? It started raining that day. But, you know, he did his thing out here. Super proud of him. And it's even more impressive because Will's not a tiny guy. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's a stocky dude. And I remember we used to play football together. We were on the same team. And we would be at practice, and this dude would run, like, three routes and be smoked. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So to see him go from that to now running and completing a New York City marathon, total 180, proud of him. Keep it up, bro. 
Somebody got to do it because I ain't doing that shit. <laughs> you, you might get me four or five K, maybe even 10. I was training for a 5K. Fucking COVID messed that up. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, don't, don't get it wrong. I'm a big dude, but I could get these miles out here. But no, nothing more than a 10K after that? Nah, <laughs> not doing it. You know what I mean, I can't, I can't imagine running for four and a half hours. I once walked from Coney Island to Bed-Stuy. And that shit took me like two hours. And I was just like, yo, never again. That shit was a stress test. Okay. He ran for double that. Not my style, man. But again, quick shout out to him. Proud of him. Um, I, I, I met him at the finish line to cheer him on. And I'm confused. Can someone help me out here? Because, okay, we're, we're still in a pandemic lockdown COVID situation, right? So after you run a marathon... You're hungry. So naturally, we went and got food. Now, here's the thing. In New York City, we are allowed to have indoor dining to a certain capacity. Now, me, I'm not a fan of indoor dining because I'm just like, if we can't go to work, go to school, go to sporting events, why the hell can we sit down and eat together? This shit don't make no sense. So we went and got food, and it, it just furthered my confusion because it's it was about... um. Nine of us sitting at a table in close proximity, okay, laughing and joking, COVID just flying around, and there were other people eating in there. Now, as long as I was sitting at my table, I could be masked off, okay? Never mind there's a table 10 feet away from me, okay, where if they sneeze, it's over. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, sure, they take your temperature when you come in, but it's like... You're eating with your mouth open, which then saliva gets all over your fork. You're touching your face. You put your hand on the table and you get up, you touch the, it's it's just like a breeding ground for COVID. Okay. And so I'm inside the whole time, no mask. But when I got up to go to the bathroom, the guy working there was just like, Hey man, put your mask on. I have no big deal. I'm like, all right, let me put it on. But I'm just trying to figure out. If we're already all sitting inside of a restaurant with no real ventilation, really, no windows, okay, we're all packed indoors, eating in what I would call close proximity to one another, what the fuck difference does it make if I walk over to the bathroom? Shit don't make no sense. How can we sit in a restaurant and eat with our mouths open? I don't know if someone's coughing. Just because you don't have a fever doesn't mean you don't have it. So imagine you eating your food and a person 10 feet away from you (laughs) does one of those and your mouth is open eating a piece of chicken. You know what I'm saying? But that's okay. But if you go to the office buildings, they're like, oh, no, we're having everyone work remotely. Okay. No, no, no. We're shutting down schools. Okay. But you can get on a train that's crowded. What the fuck? Make no damn sense. You can get on a crowded train. You can eat indoors at a restaurant. You know what I'm saying? But going to work is where you draw the line. <laughs> going to school is where you draw the line. Okay. Strip clubs back open. You can have a stripper shake 
their ass cheeks in your face. In your face while you're eating some chicken wings. But the line is drawn that going to work. Make it make sense, man. I don't I don't know what's going on. And then they're trying to put in 10 o'clock curfews as if COVID doesn't exist before that. Like, that's the magic hour when COVID gets extra gangster. Like, the whole day you're fine, right? And then at 9.59, it's like, oh, no, the COVID's coming out. Like, nigga, COVID was all day. Like, what the fuck are we talking about? Don't shit change from 9.59 to 10 o'clock. 9.59, if someone sneezes, ah, oh, it's all good. COVID didn't kick in yet, bro. Sneeze right in my face. Right in the face, Johnny. That's fine. But at 10.01, it's like, bro, if you sneeze, the world will end. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, there's no consistency. It's just like, yo, this year has been a fucking shit show as far as, like, political leadership and who's in charge and making rules. This is like living in a house with two parents that have no structure. Like... It's just a fucking free-for-all. It's just ghetto in America right now. It's fucking ghetto. Fucking ghetto. And, and speaking of ghetto, we have the most ghetto-ass election of all time. Well, like, usually there's election day. This time around, we had election week. <laughs> I feel like a whole week, we didn't know who the fuck our president was. Okay, we're just like, yo, is Biden going to win? Is Trump going to win? Like, what the fuck is going on? It was just ghetto. Trump accusing Democrats of cheating. Him tweeting the most ignorant shit. I'm like, damn, we are really fucked. We got two old ass men in their mid to late 70s are the guys set to run the free world. The free world. And you know what's crazy? I remember um, leading up to the election... Everyone was calling Joe Biden a pedophile. Oh, don't leave your kids around Joe Biden. Don't leave your oh he touches. First off, don't leave your kids around any other grown ass man. Okay, that's just whatever. But they were calling Joe Biden a pedophile because he would hug kids in a weird, creepy way, which I've seen on national television. Him just rubbing little kids' heads like the fuck is wrong with you, right? So we're we're calling him a pedophile. We're calling Donald Trump. A misogynist, a raper, a guy who sexually harasses women, all kinds of crazy shit, right? But then, come election, we're all just like, get out and vote! Get out and vote! It's like, well, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Y'all just told me right before then that they're both rapists. Why the fuck would I, a human being with common sense, want to vote for either of them? Like, someone's lying here. You know what I'm saying? Like, how you gonna tell me he a pedophile, but then... Tell me to go vote for him. Like, that's Liddy in these streets. Like, hold up. Explain yourself. Partic Honestly, I didn't care for either candidate. Okay? One thing that rubbed me really wrong about Joe Biden, y'all may say, yo, it's petty. Hear me out. When he went on a breakfast club and he said, oh, if you don't vote for me, then you ain't black. Hold the fuck up. <laughs> like, you don't know my lifestyle. You don't know how much I pay in taxes. You don't know my annual salary. And what the fuck does me being black have to do with me voting for you? What are you doing for black people? What, you got a black vice president? You just assume that, oh, black people have to vote Democrat? That kind of got me tight because it's just like, oh, y'all niggas can't think for yourselves. Y'all know the vibes. Vote for me, Democrat. 
We have your best interest, nigga. <laughs> I don't know that. What? Well, okay, if you have my best interest, what are you doing? Oh, welfare and stuff like that. So are you implying that all black people are poor? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that's what kind of rubbed me wrong because it's like, yo, you haven't told me what's so great about you for that black people have to vote for you. And if we don't vote for you, that means we ain't black. What are you doing that's so great for black people? What? You know what I'm saying? So then when he won, I understand. Trump was, he had to go. You know what I'm saying? I don't care what he did for the economy. Just the way he verbalizes things, his his mannerisms, it's just a bad look for the country. Okay, I often say that a president, it's not even so much what he does, it's just how he explains things. Like when Obama explained something, it felt like shit was going to be all right. No matter what Trump said, it just sounded like, oh shit, shit's about to hit the fan. So... Your, your, your president represents you to all the nation. So from that perspective, I understand why he needed to go. Okay? But to go look at Joe Biden, call him Sleepy Joe. He's like 78-year-old. You call him a pedophile. Then when he wins the election, all of a sudden, all that's thrown out the window. And they're like, oh, Joe Biden, our savior, our savior. The Democrats are back in. Uh, and yo, listen, as a black man in America... To keep it all the way real, a lot of people may not get where I'm coming from. To be all the way real, it kind of don't fucking matter to the president. Let me give you an example. I'm from Bed-Stuy, Brooklyn, New York, okay? Bed-Stuy, Brooklyn, New York has looked the same whether it was George Bush, whether it was uh, motherfucking uh, Obama, motherfucking uh, Trump, okay? The hood is the hood is the hood, no matter who's in office. Unless people come along and decide, hey, let's gentrify it. But the same, if you think about it, I can speak from a New York City perspective, right? The same hoods that existed within the five boroughs when George Bush, the second, was president are still hoods now. George Bush became president. He won the election in 2000. Fast forward to 2020, the same fucked up neighborhoods are still fucked up. Go to Brownsville right now and tell me what you see. The same shit you saw 20 years ago. Niggas are still in gangs, niggas are still broke. So what the fuck are you going to say to these people to entice them to vote for you? How can you convince them that y'all going to do something for them? Brownsville been fucked up since Mike Tyson was a kid. Mike Tyson's like damn near 60. So no, sometimes I'm not that enthused about people who are voting because it's like, okay, what are you doing for us? I mean, because Eric Gardner got killed during the Obama administration, so you can't say Trump is enticing police brutality. Trayvon Martin got killed under the Obama administration. Have you seen Chicago during Obama's administration? Like, what the fuck? And that's not to say that it's his fault. But I'm just saying, whether it be Democrat, Republican, Independent, who gives a shit, it's the same problems. It's the same problems across the board. And I've been hearing these same problems since I was a child and when my parents were children and when their parents were children. If you black, ask your grandparents how fucked up the country was when they were kids. They couldn't even sit in front of the bus. So you're telling me, like when JFK was president, who everyone loves, you think niggas wasn't getting hung from trees? 
Come on, man. So to a lot of black people, it's like, okay, Democrat, Republican, great. Cool. Fine. I hear you. But what are you doing for me? Not a goddamn thing. And that's why I tell people, no matter who the president is, you have to do what's best for you. Sure, it's cool to know who your borough president is and city council and mayors and this and that. But at the end of the day, they got to make grand decisions that they view as the best for whatever setting you're living in. They're not going to do anything personal for you. Because say you vote for a governor and you do what you need to do and you end up leaving that state, that governor don't even matter to you anymore. Let me show how much governors... No one knows who the motherfucking governor of Arkansas is off the top of their head. Nor do you give a shit. So that's my point. Just go out there and do what you got to do for you. Because this election is ghetto. Yeah, it's cool. We got a black female vice president. Okay, I hear you. But what that got to do with me? I'm not the vice president. I mean, because y'all were telling me, oh, she just put people in prison all the time. Joe Biden's a pedophile. Now these are your motherfucking heroes. Yo, I guarantee you, right? If Donald Trump, if his Matt, because Donald Trump was a Democrat for the longest. For the longest he was a Democrat. I guarantee you, if Donald Trump had it came out and put a MAGA hat on and made it blue and said he was running to be a Democratic nominee, you niggas would be wearing MAGA hats right now, bro. <laughs> I guarantee you, that MAGA hat would have sold out in the hood. Y'all niggas would have matched it with a pair of Jordans. You know what I'm saying? Like, y'all just fall for anything. Who gives a fuck? This is what I'm trying to tell you. Oh, he racist. He ra Yo, Donald Trump could have had the same views, same policies, just made the hat blue. You wouldn't have known. 99.9% .9 of people you speak to have no idea what Donald Trump's policies are. Or Joe Biden's. Most people just hear Republican, evil. <laughs> you hear Democrat, oh, they're for the people. They're liberal. Oh. Make up your minds, people. Make up your minds, man. It's crazy out here, man. This is a sick world. Sick world. It's November, so it's cuffing season. But people, please be careful. Stop being so thirsty for companionship. It's not that serious, bro. It's not that serious. I was reading this thing on Instagram. A girl posted up a picture of her face. Her whole shit was rearranged, bro. She was talking about how she went on a date on Hinge and then got her fucking jaw unhinged. Okay, hold on. Let me pull the article up. I because this this is crazy. This was in Atlanta, and um, an Atlanta woman says she met up. She met up with a guy through a dating app, and he beat the living daylights out of her and pulled a gun on her. Her name was Brittany Brittany Correri, I believe. Uh, I don't know, or maybe Correri Correri Correri. I don't know, but um, she posted the photos up. They went on a date, and. He said the date was whack and she wasn't worth paying it. So he pulled her into the car and started beating her in the head. 
busted up her cheeks, her jaw. Now, when I say cheeks, I mean her face, people, not her ass cheeks, all right? Her jaw, her throat, her arms, her back. All because he felt like the date cost too much. You know, I, I tell my friends all the time, man, single people are fucking weird and stay off these dating apps. The best people to date are in relationships. Now, let me stop. But <laughs> but it's just like, what what the fuck? It's, oh, the date was whack, so I'm, I'm beating this bitch. Like, these is it really worth this for companionship? Y'all that lonely? Get a fucking dog. I don't get it. I don't know. Maybe because I've been in a relationship for too long. I don't understand. Yeah. <laughs> This woman was nearly beaten to death for three hours. But and and then the, the guy, they showed pictures of him on they showed his Instagram. He's a pretty brolic dude. Just beating on her and beating on her for three hours, man. She got a hell of a chin. I know boxes that can't that can't last three rounds. This shit got beat for three hours, man. Like shit, she in the wrong business. She needs to join UFC. That's not funny. I shouldn't be making fun of <laughs> The, the point I'm trying to make is stay off these apps, Tinder. and First off, first off, first off, we in a pandemic, like I was saying earlier. Can y'all stop going on dates? Like y'all out here doing Netflix and COVID? Please stop. Just stop. This goes, see, this is the problem with this fucking country. We're so used to just doing whatever we want. We're just spoiled children. We're needy as fuck. And, you know, and it's, Kind of off topic. I always hear people say, oh, I wish we had a zombie apocalypse. I'd survive that. Da, 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 da. Or alien invasion. Let's go to Area 51. You niggas can't defeat a fucking virus. You, you know what I'm saying? You telling me you, y'all can't stay on lockdown for six months? You telling me you're going to beat up some fucking aliens? Y'all niggas can't even beat the flu. Come on, bro. Come on, man. It's not that serious. It's not that serious, man. Y'all out here risking your life for some dick and some pussy? You're bugging out. You're bugging out, man. It's it's, it's sad to see. Truly is. Stop being so thirsty for companionship, yo. Chasing people around. I live by the phrase, "Whatever whatever you're chasing is running away from you. Like Forrest Gump, nigga was chasing Jenny his whole life. <laughs> nigga was willing to fuck a bitch that had AIDS. <laughs> you that thirsty, bro? Stop being so thirsty, my man. Relax. Forrest Gump is crazy to watch as an adult. Because as a kid, I, was, I just found this shit fascinating. It's one of my favorite movies. But as an adult, it's just proof that even a retarded, crippled white person can be more successful than a black guy. <laughs> <laughs> like it was like his best friend was a retarded black dude. He was the only person dumber than him. Forrest Gump had like an IQ of a sixty-five, but became a fucking millionaire. <laughs> Ain't that a bitch? A retarded white guy became a millionaire. Met the president, served in the military, played college football. Like was a ping pong champion. He was accomplished all this, but still proved he was a fucking. Dumbass simp for this bitch Jenny. When Jenny caught that bug, Jenny... People saying it was cancer. Listen, real niggas know. Bitch had AIDS. 
<laughs> and he was like, I don't give a damn, Jenny. I'll still fuck your role, Jenny. It's crazy how you view things different as you get older. Like, like marry with children. I'm just like, how the fuck did a goddamn shoe salesman find a way? The nigga didn't even sell shoes. He was a shoe salesman that did not sell shoes, but found a way to have an entire house and raise two kids and a dog and a stay-at-home wife off that one measly salary. That shit makes no sense. Make no sense at all. Huh. Speaking of making no sense, I'm at my favorite part of the show, Supreme Dickhead. And my Supreme Dickhead is going out to everybody that's out here paying the resale price for a PS5. Okay, now initially the PS5 was released a couple days ago. And retail is about $500, right? People are really out here doing resales on the PS5 for 2000 African-American dollars, okay? Now, people, I understand everyone's trying to look for a hustle out here in the pandemic to make ends meet. I am not knocking your hustle, but yo, who in the motherfuck that has any common sense is out here buying a PS5 for $2,000, okay? I have an issue with it because I'm looking at it like this. The majority of people buying these, trying to get PS5s are parents trying to get it for their children. So instead of them just paying the $500 that they saved for it, you guys are now buying 20 at a time, marking up the price to $2,000 so y'all can make back $40,000. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's fucked up. Now there's a lot of kids not getting Christmas gifts that they wanted because grown-ass men want to spend obnoxious amounts of money on PS5s and hold it all for themselves. If you are one of these people buying a $2,000 PS5, you are a supreme dickhead because guess what? Guess the fuck what? PlayStation is going to make more and they're going to go back to normal price. Why are you beasting that much to pay for something that they're going to make more of? I can understand if it was like, yo, we're only making 2,000 of these. So, you know what I'm saying? So, you got to get your hands on one. The, give, once the dust settles, they're going to sell millions of these things. So, why would you pay a resale value? That's dumb as hell. That's dumb as hell. Just wait. Have some patience. Have some patience. There's no rush. Don't do that. And resale culture is ruining society. You got dudes who don't even play video games just buying this shit just to make bread off of it. And, yo, know, th this is my solution, right? Everyone trying to resell a PS5, don't buy it from them. Leave their dumb asses right there with 20 PS5s in their living room so they can look stupid. Because why are you trying to hustle people? I understand you want to make your money, but my man, four times the markup price? Had you said 600 you know what I'm saying? Instead of five, you make $100 on each one. All right, maybe even seven hundred. But $1,500, $2,000, what the fuck? You know you're making more of these. It's not like it's a pair of Jordans where they're only doing a one-time release, so it's like, oh, damn. Even though I just hate resale people, they're just fucking culture vultures trying to make a dollar. Like, they're, they're whack. These niggas will literally wait in line two days to buy a product they have no intention of using just to flip it. Like, that's corny to me. That's corny as hell. 
And fuck y'all for ruining Christmas. All right? So everybody out here supporting these niggas, supreme dickhead. Everybody out here doing it, supreme dickhead. It, personally, if I had if I had kids, if I had kids, I'm telling them Santa died of COVID this year. Santa is fat. He lives in a cold weather climate where, where the virus spreads much faster. He don't work out. This nigga eat milk and cookies and stay up all night. He died. Santa dead. <laughs> Santa is fucking dead. Ain't no Christmas this year. Can't believe that in 2020 we 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 still support certain lies. Still support certain lies. We still support Santa. We still support the Easter Bunny. We still talk about Columbus like he discovered some shit. We still talking about Helen Keller and her accomplishments. That bitch ain't accomplished nothing. I remember I was just like, yo, y'all think Helen Keller sucked dick before? <laughs> Cause I'm like, yo, how would she even know what to do? Like. She can't see or hear. So it's not like you could give the bitch instructions like, oh, no, no, let it let it touch the back of your throat. Don't bite it, you fucking whore. She wouldn't hear you. Everything that went in her mouth, I'm going to assume she thought was food. So the minute you put your dick in her mouth, she's going to bite. <laughs> oh, you fucking bitch. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like, if she did, who was the sick nigga that was like, yeah, she got to suck it. <laughs> like, yo, she probably... Imagine trying to eat Helen Keller's pussy. She probably... She had no idea what was going on. No idea. She has no idea what sex even is. No one explained it to her. Imagine someone busting a nut in Helen Keller and she got pregnant. And she's trying to understand why her stomach hurts. Or why something is kicking in there. You could not explain that to her. I don't want to hear about no fucking Braille. Because, see, for Braille to work... You kind of got to hear so people can explain to you what the word means, okay? For sign language to work, you kind of got to see. She couldn't do either. I don't want to hear no shit about she was banging on a wall to spell out words. The fuck out of here, bro. <laughs> the fuck out of here. How could she even say she wanted some dick? <laughs> oh, Helen's horny again. <laughs> Yo, it's fucking ridiculous, yo. This shit we like, the, the bullshit stories we say. Like, oh, Santa, Helen, Keller, and all this dumb shit, man. The fuck out of here, bro. The fuck out of here, man. With that weak shit, bro. Any, yo, kids, if you're listening, if your teacher, right, if your teacher tries to um, stop the class, or implement a lesson plan on Helen Keller, right? Stop the whole class and say, excuse me, Miss Teacher, Uncle Brandon said, you know the vibes, suck my dick. Tell him, and, and I'll defend you. I'll come to the school and parent-teacher conference because we got to stop this shit, all right? Got everything I wanted to off my chest. It's now it's, and now it's time to end this episode with a beautiful quote. And it goes like this. What you give will grow, and what you keep, you'll lose. Think about it. Stay black, y'all. Peace.